So let's start. We'll go through a few of the shitas about Birchas Torah that the Rashiva discussed and we went through. Um, uh, there's going to be a lot of, uh, there's going to be uh, two basic uh, different camps of approaches in Birchas Torah. Those who have Birchas Torah being a unique type of bracha, different from other Birchas Torah. And then we're going to get to those who categorize it and try to work within the regular rules of Birchas Torah. So first of all, we'll start with those, the Ramban and the Ram and the Rashiva uh, prefaced as being the shitos that we had reason to say that Birchas Torah is not kit, like regular Birchas and it's the Ramban. The Ramban we have, what the Ramban writes in Sefer Mitzvah. But the Ramban calls Birchas Torah. He first of all, the, what's un, first of all, what's unique about Birchas Torah is that it's the only mitzvah that bracha that it's also a bracha daraisa, like Birchas Hamazon. Um, uh, the Ramban Paskin's Birchas Torah is daraisa, and the Ramban describes the chiyav to mavarech on Torah, the chiyav to make a bracha hoda. It's Birchas Hoda. That's what how the Ramban classifies it. That it's a mitzvah to to lahodos to Hashem every time you learn Torah. Keeping Zariah. From the Gemara and Brachos on Dafchaf Aleph, the Gemara is pretty clear that it's a mitzvah da araisa, a tachiv da araisa, similar to Berachas Hamazin. Um, <clears throat> how exactly the Ramam, who does not count as a mitzvah da araisa, gets out of this issue, the Raya that um, uh, the Ramban has that it is a tachiv da araisa, so it's unclear. Some, you look around, some will say that um, maybe it's, it, 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 even the Ramam agrees that it's da araisa, included in some other mitzvah. Um, the Rashiva did not like that. The Rashiva um, uh, was more noted to say that the Ramam argued entirely and didn't count it in Sefer in his Sefer Mitzvah. The Ram doesn't count in his Sefer Mitzvah because just in um, the The Rashiva quoted the Rambam that it seems to be explicit. The Rambam says somewhere that all brachos are their abundant except for brachos and Muslim. It seems to be that he um, uh, doesn't hold the brachos and in any way their raisa. Exactly what the Ram will do with the Ramban's Gemara that he Part of very strong ride. The Gemara seems to call it the Raisa. Uh, we will leave Tarachin. But um, uh, <clears throat> getting back to the Ramban. So the Ramban, as we said before, said it's a Berchus Hoda. Now, this is interesting. The Rashiva noted um, uh, that the Ramban specifies that what am I being Moda to? What am I thanking Hashem for? I'm thanking Hashem for the Sechar of Olam Abba that I got for learning Torah. One could ask, uh, it, it is a good question, that why is it Dafka when I learn Torah? Um, uh, do I thank Hashem for the schar I'm about to, I'm going to get for this mitzvah? Why is, is, is Talmud Torah different than other mitzvahs where we don't have a mitzvah that I says to thank Hashem for schar? Every time I do a mitzvah, I should thank Hashem for schar. So uh, perhaps to this, the Rashiva quoted uh, the Gemara fam- made famous by the Rambam that that when it comes to Olam Haba, Talmud Torah has a special place in getting a person to Olam Haba. Uh, the Rambam, supposedly, maybe it's in Mar or that the Ramam says that 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 person the no I think it's Ramam Chuvah that person uh, gets into Olam Haba primarily through his Torah and his Midos Tov. That's how he gets into Olam Haba. Mitzvot, other mitzvot are are secondary. Other mitzvot are after you get into Olam Haba, you enjoy the benefits of the other mitzvot. But the real way, the key to Olam Haba is uniquely through uh, Talmud Torah and the Ru. There's Gemaras, there's a Gemara Sota that says that notion that women who don't learn Torah, how do they get to Olam Haba? Seems clearly to indicate that 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 not enough mitzvot, but the that the real key to getting schar and olam haba is through Talmud Torah. So that would explain um, uh, why dafka, when it comes to olam uh, to Talmud Torah, is when we thank Hashem for that schar, because Talmud Torah is that special key, as opposed to other mitzvot to get olam haba. 
The only uh, wrench in this is because we, the Rashiva quotes the Ramban, I think, in, Char, in the Sefer Gamal, Shargamal, that the Ramban uh, doesn't actually uh, appropriate to Talmud Torah this uh, unique standing like the Ramban does. The Ramban does uh, use Talmud Torah, like, seemingly expresses Talmud Torah as being just equal to other mitzvahs to getting to Holon Haba, but the Rashiva said, um, the Ramban has Gemara, so even though the Ramban, we, the, we know, you know, in his writings, he says that Talmud Torah is, is maybe equal to mitzvahs, but he must have some special, uh, he must also agree that there's some special place for Talmud Torah as the key to getting to Olam Haba, Tcharam Olam Haba, as the Gemara's indicate, so maybe we, we could still understand the Ramban in that light, that that's why Dafka, by this mitzvah of Talmud Torah, I make a bracha on the Tcharam and I get Olam Haba. That was the Rashiva Zaharaz on the Ramban that again calls it a Bercha Toda. That's how we know that. that and that's different than a regular Bercha The next Shita was the Rambam. What do we know about the Shita Rambam? As we know, the famous Machoka the Rambam apparently has with Rabbeinu Tam about Bercha Torah being similar to other Bercha Um That the Rabbeinu Tam, the, the Rambam and Rabbeinu Tam famously have a Machoka whether or not. Uh, you make women make a bracha on um, birchas ha-mitzvos that they're not mochoyavim. When they voluntarily do mitzvos, then they're not mochoyavim. Let's say mitzvos, when they do lolav, do they make a bracha or not? Uh, the Ramam says that you don't make a bracha. Rabbeinu Tam says you do make a bracha. So Rabbeinu Tam asks, uh, uh, brings a raya that would be a question on the Ramam. Rabbeinu Tam says that the Gemara includes women in making a bracha Torah whatever the Gemara is talking about, whether or not they have, they can get an aliyah, but the, the Rabbeinu Tam brings a ride from a Gemara that women make a bracha satora. Says Rabbeinu Tam, you see that women can make a bracha on bracha mitzvah. Uh, Rabbeinu Tam says that, you see from, if women make a bracha on bracha satora, so we see that women can make a bracha on any mitzvah, they're not mechuyun. That's uh, going to be a good, big question on the Rambam. How are we going to answer that, this uh, time of Rabbeinu Tam, that, uh, that in the Gabe, that figure, the women make brachas on mitzvahs, but they're not in. The Raman says that women do not. So how are you going to explain? There's supposedly a Gemara that says that women make a brachas at Torah. What's the difference? What's the difference between, uh, how would the Raman explain why brachas at Torah, women make a bracha, and by other mitzvahs, the Raman would say that women do not make a bracha. So we have to come up with a difference in the Raman why women make a bracha on other mitzvahs, but they don't make a, a bracha on so Reb Chaim already uh, gave us the sotos and the foundations for life, and also this point in particular, um, uh, that Berchas um, that HaTorah is different than Shah Berchas HaMitzvot because that other Berchas HaMitzvot, you make a bracha as a result of your tzivoy, as a result of being mitzvah, I make a bracha because I'm commanded to do the mitzvah, and it's only if I'm commanded to do the mitzvah then I make a bracha. But, Berchus the phrase is um, uh, that you're not making a bracha on the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, you're making a bracha on the chepta of Talmud Torah. Uh, that's the most famous Rukhaim um, uh, in Brachus. Um, uh, but no, um, uh, everyone is going to have a different way of, of interpreting that. Um, uh, but the way the Rashiva explains it, which I think if you look inside of Rukhav, it's the most, it's pretty accurate to what to how he's explaining it, is that that other brachas I make a bracha on the mitzvah. The fact that I have a mitzvah, brachas Torah, it's just when I learn Torah, even if I didn't have a mitzvah to learn Torah, I'm about to sit down and learn Torah, I make a bracha as part of this 
act of learning Torah, regardless of whether that's the mitzvah, even if it wasn't the mitzvah, it was voluntary, you make a bracha, to, the Rashiva said maybe it's the hoza, whatever, is the, the, the saying that's a bracha on the chepta of Torah doesn't tell us exactly the nature of the bracha, it just tells us that it's not like other brachas, but it could be that even the Ramam can fit with that which we said before, that it's a hoza, but it's the point here that all what we know for sure is that it's a bracha on the act of learning Torah, regardless of the tzivoy to learn Torah per se. Um, it could be that, it, that the nature of the bracha is it's a hoda. I'm supposed to do hoda um, uh, before I learn Torah. But, um, uh, but it's, that, that's, that's the point. The point is it's a bracha on the, the maisa of learning Talmud Torah. Um, fine. So that... That's one thing that we know about the Ramam, and that uh, already starts us off very strongly. The Ramam is differentiating between Talmud Torah and all other berachas and mitzvot. Um, the other thing, in, in terms of our sugya, you look at how the Ramam describes uh, berachas to Torah in our sugya. So the Ramam, interestingly, includes it. Um, this is just to put together the puzzle of the Shittas and Ramam. The Ramam includes it in the Ramam writes in Hilchasil. It's included in berachas Hashachar, with a few differences. That the Ramam says every Every day a person needs to make these three berachas Torah. So now the Shiva was over that, that, that it's interesting that this berachas hashachar seems to be different than the other berachas hashachar, the Chazal or Masakin. The Ramam Shita is the other berachas hashachar. You only make the bracha if you're going to do the things that you're mavarechan. You only, if you're going to get dressed, you make a bracha mavarechan. If you're going to put on your shoes, you make the bracha on shoes. Um, but the Ram over here is Nusach, the Lashon of the Ram is that no, that there are, you have to make these brachos um, that as every morning, every day. That the brachos, here you have to make these brachos. But the Raman does throw in, and you're a chayiv to learn afterwards. So if you put two and two together, it's, it's um, uh, the Shiva came to the obvious conclusion that that this is going to be different than that. That in light of what we said before, that yes, the nature of brachos Torah is. A bracha every time I do an act of learning Torah. The bracha on the act of on on learning Torah. So what does it mean when the Ramam incorporates it into bracha shachar? So as a, here it's it's exactly that that as opposed to other bracha shachar, they it was an it's only if you do those things. You don't have to put on your shoes. You don't have to get dressed. No mitzvah to get dressed. No mitzvah to put on your shoes. Then no the derech is to get dressed. The derech is to put on your shoes. Chazal or masakin over there, that if you do it, make this bracha. Bracha is a Torah because of its difference in nature, that there is a mitzvah of a person to, there is a mitzvah of a person to learn Torah. So chazal or masakin, that here it's not an option, it's a chiyah for every person to start his day by making bracha the Torah. It's a chiyah to start his day to be mavarich on Torah and to read Torah afterwards. The Ramam does emphasize that you need to learn because as we said before, it's a bracha on uh, act of learning, so you can't make the bracha without learning afterwards. So the Ramam, um, uh, it's, it's not like it's not a sphere of that which he refers to and accounts it and includes it in Berchas Shachar, and he also says you have to learn afterwards. It makes a lot of sense that the that the nature of the bracha is connected to the act of learning, the bracha on chaps of learning. The takana was to do it first thing in the morning, make a bracha, and then learn. Uh, that's that to do this, the, to do the this. And then do the act of learning afterwards. That was all part of the Chazal Takona of Berachas Hashachar. Um, that, that's basically all the information we have in the Shittas Ramam. But again, like we said, uh, the Ramam and the Ramban both seem to not be limited or not compare it to Berachas Torah 
and may not have to fit it with all the other Gedarim and rest of the Torah. But as we said before, so we're going to, in the Rush and the Rabbi Tam and, and in Tosis and all the Rally Tosis, where we see more of a comparison um, between rest of the Torah and other Berchus um, HaMitzvah. Uh, so here's where it's going to get exciting. How to fit Berchus HaTorah with the Gedarim of uh, regular Berchus HaMitzvah. Started off the most obvious uh, person who uh, says that Berchus HaTorah is part of Berchus HaMitzvah, like we said before, Rabbi Tam. Rabbi Tam, we said before, uses Berchus HaTorah as the source of knowing that you can make all Berchus HaMitzvah, that even women who can make Berchus HaTorah can make other berchas, they can even women who are not mukhoyev in berchas Torah can make berchas Torah. So too, he says, women who are not mukhoyev in mitzvah can make berchas mitzvah. He uses berchas Torah as the makor for all berchas mitzvah. That seems to be a pretty clear uh, evidence that the Rabbeinu Tam considers berchas Torah equal to all other berchas mitzvah. So the, that's the most clear. And then it's debatable, and we'll see as we go through the different points of tosis if we'll be able to fit into the other bali tosis this idea. That this this shita that brichsatar is like other brichsatar. Now let's go through the different points that may point us one way or the other. Tosis basically discusses two halachas um, uh, that we're gonna base our understanding of shita that Tosis off of. The first is what Tosis quotes from the Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi says the halacha you have to learn right away. Um, uh, that the Yerushalmi says that it's talking about a haverava which is also a Berchus HaTorah, and, and the Yerushalmi says, you have to learn right away, Al-Atar. Um, and over here, the Ri is not uh, the Rashiva, it's the Ri. Um, uh, the Ri's Shita in Tosfus is that um, uh, only by Ahiz Machalik, that only by Ahavarava do you actually need to learn right away, but by other Berchus HaTorah, the Ri says, that you don't have to you don't have to learn right away. You can make the bracha even though you're only going to learn uh, in a long time. That was apparently the minute because they made brachas Torah, but they didn't learn after they finished davening. They would only learn so much later in the day. So, and uh, that's that's seemingly how Tosis Paskins that you don't need to learn after you make brachas Torah, which is a very interesting thing. He quotes from Rabbeinu Tzarfati that you don't need to learn right away, but his sheet is strong even throughout. Till the end of the Tosis, that you do not have to learn right away. And this is a very mysterious thing. Tosis doesn't, it's not necessarily clear where he's masri at this particular point. As, that the question is that if it's a regular Birchas and Mitzvah that we know the call, that Birchas and Mitzvah needs to be over Lassias and Yunivarch um, uh, before, maybe during the Mitzvah. Over here, if it's a regular Birchas and Mitzvah, I make the Birchas Torah. And I don't, I make a bracha on this mitzvah of Talmud Torah, but I don't fulfill the mitzvah until perhaps even a long time later, according to the Rish. So um, uh, that's going to be one mystery that if we're gonna, supposed to fit Birchus HaTerah with other Birchus mitzvah, the concept of Ogar Lassi Asan, which is a normal rule by Birchus mitzvah, how do we apply the concept of Ogar Lassi to Birchus HaTerah, where according to the Rish, I can revarich and not do the mitzvah until much later. If you look in the Rosh, it's maybe not as clear. The Rosh, actually has a mashmos that you do need to learn Miyad, maybe, that he's a few times has that lesson, debatable, but um, uh, in the rush, maybe that there, if he says you do need to learn right away, so then there's still, it's much easier to say in the rush that he, we understand how he at least fits it with all the brachas and mitzvah, because I'm making a brachan, I'm learning right away, but in Tosis, it's pretty clear, it's abundantly clear, actually, that um, uh, he's not machayv to learn right away. So the question is, if it's regular brachas and mitzvah, where is the overlap? And how does that 
sit with regular Baruch HaMitzvah and only learn once a week. The second halacha discussed by Tosis is the, concept, is the halacha of being mastic between uh, each Misa of Limana Torah that I do throughout the day. Um, this was the question that was asked on, um, uh, uh, this was also part of the question that they asked that, that, that if, like, that it's, it's within their discussion, Tosis and the Re, Tosis and the Rush, they discuss that even if I would learn another way, what would be if I go, stop in the middle every time I go back to learning a shot to make another bracha? But here it's a little bit more clear that the Rush says that, um, uh, it seems to come out maskana, that the Etsem, you do need to make a bracha every time you're mastic. And you go back to learning, you need to be you need to make another bracha. The rush says that the only exception would be that if someone who's trustamunasam, these special people, that they're always thinking and learning. And even when they go in business, really their minds are never removed from their learning. Their their minds are in their learning. They're even while they're um, uh, in their business transaction, their minds are learning. So then they, they, then they're part of making a bracha. But every other person, every time it goes back to learning, has to make multiple births to Torah throughout the day. Um, and actually, the rest, I think, says that if you go to sleep, then it's a, it's a hefsik. Shana's uh, is for sure a hefsik, according to that. Um, uh, again, we see that the rush is working within, very strictly within, the rules of regular berchus and mitzvah. Berchus Torah is no different than regular berchus and mitzvah. And like we perhaps mentioned before, then when it comes to Orvali Yassi he was like regular berchus and mitzvah. So to be when it comes to Din of Hefsik, he seems to be fitting with, with regular berchus and mitzvah. The question is going to be again, again, in Tostas, Tostas doesn't go like that. Tostas seems to not say it's only limited to people who are trusting us. Tostas has these mysterious phrases that a person's not miyayish from his learning. Um, uh, and he quotes it in the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. Later in the Tostas, Tostas quotes it in the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is the whole day. Again, the, um, uh, the, this is a big mystery that, I mean, you can look in all, you can look in Achorinim that, like, you know, there's all sorts of fancy, uh, Torah. Why over here? Why do I care that the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is all day? Lamaisa, if you go into regular rules of Berchta Torah, once I'm Nesiachtas, once I stop thinking about this mitzvah and I started moving on to the mitzvah, um, so then usually we consider it to have to can even make a second bracha. So why is Talmud Torah different? And why is it that not every time I go back to learning Torah, I don't have to make another bracha? Why is it one bracha in the beginning of the day passes the entire day? So again, in the rush, we managed to uh, Torah with the, within the rules, you know, with a little bit pushing, a little uh, um, uh, squeezing, we managed to fit Berchta Torah with the regular Gedarim of Berchta Mitzvah. But the question is, is, is in Tosis, it's much harder to explain, like the two questions we mentioned before, over Lassiyasin and Allah Hasek, how do we explain how Berchta Torah fits with the regular rules of Berchta Mitzvah? This opens up the, the Shiva. Gave his shot. I only found out after that that Rabbi Yashavar says this is apparently a Rashimus. Um, that um, uh, if we that so first of all, uh, uh, let's just throw out the Aimlomar. The Aim, what one could have said, and the Rashiva also mentioned this, that maybe the shot and the Ri is that we, that the even though we know from Rabbeinu Tam that Rabbeinu Tam says that Berachas Hator is like a regular Berachas Mitzvah, maybe the Ri doesn't have to go like, and maybe he could go like the Ramban. And it doesn't fit with the regular rules of Berchta Mitzvah. Maybe Berchta Torah is just a, bracha, a new type of Berchta Hoda. But the Rashiva was not here. And it could be that it's Madrid, that there's no Amma, that Rabbeinu Tam and the Reed don't have a Machok as whether or not it's Berchta Mitzvah. Let's do the Hemshech of the Tosis. But the Rashiva was not here. That no, we could fit Berchta Torah with the 
with the rules of Rechus HaMitzvah. How do we answer the questions we said before? The Rashivas Masbir, because the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah, I would say, has, um, uh, has two parts to it. Mitzvah of Talmud Torah is not just a Mitzvah to sit down and do an act of learning Torah. It's not just to sit and learn. But it's more than that. There's another element that Tosus quotes from the Pasuk of Hiyisubayon Valayla. That's that in addition to the Mitzvah of Limud, but there's a Mitzvah of Hagen being involved in Torah to be shakua in Torah, to be kavua in Torah, that's not a halacha limited to any specific maisa that I do. There's a mitzvah every time I learn. That's one aspect of the mitzvah. But another aspect of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is that I'm defined as a person with kavua and learning. And that's something that I get the key of that, that I'm kavua and learning the entire day. Once, maybe once, as soon as I kovea myself on learning, then um, uh, that itself is an is an aspect of Talmud Torah, Mrs. Talmud Torah. That I am a person who's kavua and learning. Um, the if you say it like this, then we've answered all the questions we said before. Um, first of all, we were bothered that why don't I have to learn it right away? It's not over the often. We were masbir that um, uh, that it is right away because maybe perhaps as soon as I kavua myself in learning, as soon as I um, uh, make a brichas Torah. I'm already saying that I'm uh, I'm someone who kavu on learning. I don't have to do any specific maisa limud in order for it to be that considered that I'm kavu on learning. That kiyam, the the kiyam of being kavu on learning, the aspect of Talmud Torah that says that it's not limited to any specific act. The aspect of Talmud Torah that exists just because I, as my uh, person, am identified as a ben Torah. That's the kiyam of Talmud Torah. That's that's one of, that's part of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is to be identified as a, a ben Torah. So then that happens right away. So my bracha is considered right before the kima mitzvah. That, that explains the halacha of the Yushalmi, the, the halacha of Overlast Yasin, that, if, that it's okay if Rechaz Torah doesn't have to be right before I learn, because for sure, once I make, even once I just make the Rechaz Torah, it could be I'm already considered kavua and learning. And regarding the second halacha, um, the halacha of Hefzik, that we can explain that it doesn't make a difference that I'm in between each maisa because even though I'm stopping to do different maisim of learning, but the Indian Zakiyam of Talmud Torah, that it is not limited to maisim, there's a Kiyam of Talmud Torah that just exists because I'm a person who's Kavu and Torah, so that doesn't stop even when I'm not actually physically doing actual learning Torah. I'm still a person who's getting the mitzvah of Talmud Torah because I'm Kavu, I am identified as someone as Kavu. In Torah. So again, the Chiddush over here would be to say is that Talmud Torah is a unique mitzvah that it has an additional part than just the Maisa mitzvah, but there's a kim, even when I'm not actually doing the Maisa of Talmud Torah, there's a kim of, of the mitzvah because I'm someone who's shakua learning. I would want, I would suggest, this is my own suggestion, that, that, that you want to know what the Makar is for such a thing is that one is the Maisa that we learn from the Pasuk of the Dibar Tabam, that says that there's a mitzvah to, to do Maisa of learning Torah. And, and the other is that there's a Pasuk of Yigitzvah Yomalayla that tells the quotes. And that's the Pasuk that says there's an aspect of Talmud Torah that's just to be Kavua in learning, not limited to, to Maisa. She was very into Yigitzvah is, uh, is a, a state of mind, not necessarily any specific act. But it's just to be someone who's Kavua in learning, regardless of what you're actually doing at the time. Um, the precedence for such a halacha, the Rashiva compared it to, um, and we're going to get there, um, uh, we find by sukkah, that sukkah, there's, the, the mitzvah is not just eating in a sukkah, but we're going to find that, uh, specifically in Rabbeinu Tam, maybe in others um, uh, as well, that the mitzvah of, of sukkah is to be kavua in a sukkah, 
to that this is my diras keva. So, so to a bentara, it's to identify the same way by circle we say to identify yourself as someone that who this becomes your home. So too by Talmud Torah we could say that the mitzvah is 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 not just to to act of learning, but to to be someone who is kavua in Torah. Okay, that's the basic uh, vort, which I think explains a lot of the mysteries um, <coughs> uh, surrounding uh, specifically Tos and how we can fit it with our glory of time mitzvah. So, okay, let's go through just a, a few of the issues that we need to, and that the Rashiva spent time fitting with this. Again, um, it just three points, right? The Rashiva, um, uh, we're going to discuss three things. Okay. The, first of all, the, the Rashiva had a ha'ar in the Gemara that we're going to try, that it was interesting how he, he uh, explained how he could fit Tosas into the Gemara. Pause for a second, I'm just explaining the Gemara. The Gemara, we know, the Gemara says that there has a whole shock of on what your Mubarich, on Mikra, Mishnah, or even Talmud. What's Pshat in this Machuk uh, in the Gemara? What's Pshat? Why would I have thought they'd only make a Brechat on Mikra? So the Rashiva gave a creative explanation for this Machuk, because the Rashiva prefaced with the Soda Brechat Mitzvah, that the Allah is you only make a Brechat Mitzvah on a Mitzvah that is done with a Maisa, a Mitzvah that you Fulfill without a mice, and I'm a baracham. Example being, like, let's say, mezuzah, that I make a bracha if I put a mezuzah and I'm kovay and I hammer a mezuzah onto the wall, but if I don't and I have to have already a mezuzah on my wall, if someone puts it up for me, then even though I do get missing mezuzah, I don't make a bracha because I wasn't the kind that the kumva aseo is the kind of the shave out type. Um, so, so the Rashiva used this Yisdol to explain the Gemara. Oh, that's why one would think that you're only mezvarich on mikra. And it's an, you know, and maybe only Mishnah, and it's a chiddush to say even Talmud, um, because if you're only mavarich when the mitzvah isn't is something that's in a ma'isa, so maybe um, using something else that we've said before that we know that only mikra is the mitzvah in the reading. Mikra, we always say in Shiva quotes that you don't have to. It's not uh, the mitzvah is not the understanding of the of the pesukim that I'm reading. Even just reading the mitzvah, reading the mikra, reading the pesukim is the kima mitzvah. So there. When I'm reading Tzukim, then the mitzvah is just is is being fulfilled when I'm reading those Tzukim because it's the reading itself that's the mitzvah. Maybe if I read words of Mishnah, if I read words of Gemara, so then that's not the real mitzvah of Gemara. Maybe the real mitzvah of Gemara is the understanding. So maybe that I I don't I'm not mavarich when I learn Gemara because Gemara the the mitzvah happens with the with the understanding of it, not with the reading of it. It's only mikra really that the that the mitzvah is being performed with the reading itself. So that's the that and so that's the so that would explain why mikra has more of a place for berachas Torah because mikra is is something that the mitzvah is really in the reading itself. The kamash malan that know that even when you read uh, words of of Gemara. And you perform Gemara, even the Gemara, maybe you have to understand it, but with the Gemara is still, the maskana is, is that even reading words of Gemara is doing Mitzvah Talmud Torah, and it's doing it with Hamaita, because I'm reading the words of Torah. Again, the Rashiva quoted there, this, now we have a, a, a greater understanding of why there would be a question when I don't even read the words of Gemara. Let's say I just think of Gemara here or alone, why there's a discussion of whether or not you make a bracha with just here or alone. According to this, According to what we're saying now, if you're trying to fit it with regular bracha and Torah, then it's very hard to understand why you would make a bracha just on here. I'm not doing any maisa. Um, maybe if you make a bracha on here, you'll have to say that it's not like bracha Torah. Maybe it's one of the other uh, rishonim we said before. 
Um, so, okay, now, so this, that was another Shiva was Masmer, and that's Lachora, um, uh, the, that, the, the, this Gemara, the Shachavatari of our Gemara and Brachos, that has it sad that you only make a Bracha on Mikro, we are Masmer because the using the, these rules and the foundation, the Asodos of Birchas HaMitzvah. So it's going to create us, let's say, it's going to create us two problems. Right? It's a problem with all those who we started out with that said that Talmud Torah is not a regular Birchas HaMitzvah. Let's say the Rambam and the not a regular Brech and this, but how do they feel with the Gemara? We were just Mazda, the whole shock, the entire Gemara, that only Mikra, you make a Bracha because of the rules of Brech Satora. According to them, there's no room for such a, why, why should Mikra be any greater than any other learning? And I'm not making a Bracha on a mitzvah of, uh, it's not a Brech mitzvah that requires Maisim. According to them, it's Islam, it's a Brech So the Rashiva to this said that, I think the Rashiva said that, that that's okay. The, the Gemara that seems to treat it like a Berchas HaMitzvah is in the Havaminah, but maybe Hagufa, the Maskanas HaGemara, was that Berchas HaTayra, when you, the Gemara comes out, you make it on, on all Mitzvahs, Tamatara, on Mikra, Mishnah, and Gemara. So then at that point, the Gemara Hagufa is having this Maskana, then it doesn't make a difference whether or not it fits with other Berchas HaMitzvahs, it doesn't make a difference if it fits with all of Maisei Mitzvahs and being Mavarch on Maisei. It's like that, that maybe the Rambam and the Ramban learns that Hagufa Anyway, I can mavarch on any 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 tamatara. I can mavarch even on gemara. That's let's say how we would fit that shita into this gemara that we were explaining the shachvatari the gemara. But one, uh, but but even in tosis, there's going to be a problem. Let's say how we were just masbir tosis. Also, we're going to be uh, faced with the challenge. How do you understand the gemara? Because we're in tosis, we're masbir that birchas torah is not a regular bracha on any specific act of learning torah. I'm making a bracha on. Also, them, even though it was a Brechas mitzvah, but it was a Brechas mitzvah not on any specific Maisalim, it was a Brechas mitzvah on the mitzvah of being Kavua in learning. So that's also a question that if, according to the Tosas of your Masbur, then it's a Brecha on being Kavua learning, so then right there, what's, how is there any room for any Shaka Vitar in the Gemara um, to Mavarach on this learning, that learning? Who cares which act of learning I actually do? I mean, Mavarach on this Kaviyas in Torah, the abstract idea of that. I'm a Ben Torah, I'm someone who's, I'm a, I'm someone who's defined as a, as a Ben Torah. So <laughs> that's one challenge that the Shiva took seriously, that if we're saying that the Bracha is on the Kaviyas, then how do you fit the Gemara that seems to talk about the Maisa that I do to learn? Um, and uh, the other question that the Rashiva, the Rashiva dealt with is that, um, we, which even without this Gemara, we're, we, one has to answer is that, if we, as we just said before, that you're only mavarech on a mitzvah if you if it's a mitzvah that's performed with a ma'isa. So it's I'm going to create a question because we're just we were mad for the whole tosis that I make a bracha on something called being kavua learning. So then what happens to the cloud that a bracha on mitzvah? It's not enough to make a bracha before I do the the mitzvah before I get a key on the mitzvah. I have to mavarech before I do the ma'isa mitzvah. It has to be a bracha. Not not every bracha do I not every mitzvah am I mavarech on. So if we say that Berchus Torah, like we're a Mazbir, we said it, we explained it, the Mavarich on the this aspect of the mitzvah that I'm just a person who's kavua and learning, then how is that something to make a bracha on it? It's like mezuzah that I didn't put up because I didn't. I'm getting a kiel of the mitzvah, but it's not with any ma'isa that I'm doing. So too Talmud Torah, I'm getting a kiel of Talmud Torah, but I'm not learning. I'm not doing any ma'isa. How can I make a bracha on? Uh, mitzvah of being kavu and learning if it's not something that I'm performing with the mice. Again, so we have two questions that the Shiva addressed. 
that if it's a mitzvah, if it's a bracha on being kavua and learning, so then first of all, there's no maisa. So how can I make a bracha on a mitzvah without a maisa? And second of all, the Gemara seems to say that I'm only mivarech if it's specific acts of learning, which is either mikra, mishnah, or talmud. According to what we're saying, it's nothing to do with any specific act of learning. It's all about the kviyas and Torah. So it seems to go against the shakuntara of the Gemara. So Shiva was masbir that no, there there are two that it's not it's two parts of the same thing. That we agree that that talmud Torah is comprised of two parts and they're not, but they they're connected. That the mitzvah is to be kavu and learning. And the way I'm kovea myself in learning, of course, is through the acts of learning that I'm going to do, through the Hemshtuk day, And it's all part of my Mitzvah of Talmud Torah. I'm kavua in learning, but based on the Mitzvah that I do, to make myself kavua in learning. So, of course, it's not just a bracha on me in kavua in learning. It's, a, it's a, this kviyas that I have that I'm kavua in learning is also going to be performed. Maybe not right away is going to, the Mitzvah is going to take place, but this, there's going to be a Mitzvah that will take place eventually. So, in terms of so, she was, so in terms of overlapsiyas and the first question that we asked that how can I make a bracha if I'm not doing any maisa right away? Rishiva said it perhaps not necessary that for overlapsiyas and that I actually do the maisa right away. But since there's a kiyam that starts right away and eventually I'm going to do the maisa, then that's enough of overlapsiyas and it's not a heftek between my bracha and my asiyas mitzvah. Granted, I don't do the maisa right away, but there's enough that. But since the kiyam starts right away. And that's enough to connect my bracha to the maisa that happens as part of that kiyam, even though the maisa is only performed, let's say, halfway through in the middle of that kiyam. But it's, it's, uh, it's, the, it's enough that the kiyam starts right away to say it's not a hefik between my bracha and when I actually do those physical activities associated with the kiyam. Um, uh, similarly, the, we, we can also understand how the Gemara uh, has such a discussion. How could the Gemara discuss which uh, mitzvot of Talmud Torah, which we move them, are machayv me to, to uh, make um, uh, that I'm machayv to make brachta Torah on. We said, how do you fit that? Who cares about the act of Limad? I'm, I'm making a bracha on the Kriyas in Torah. So then now it's not two separate things um, that I'm making a bracha, of course, on the act of learning that I'm going to do. I'm making a bracha. I'm, 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 I'm getting the kim because I'm kavua and learning. But how am I kavua myself and learning with that act of learning that I'm doing? So the Gemara wants to know which is enough of an act that's machayva bracha. So um, as we said, I'm making a bracha on the learning that I'm going to do as part of this kviyas that I'm kavua and learning. The kviyas is enough to say that there's a kim the entire time, but I'm still making a bracha on those specific acts of learning, and those are the acts that are kavua and learning. So. Again, the Gemara had such a discussion. Which limud is going to be a, a good enough limud to, that, that when I do that to be kovea myself and learning is going to me to make a bracha. The Gemara thought maybe only Vicar is a real maestro limud that would mechai me to bracha when I'm kovea myself in learning. Maybe, maybe even Mishnah and Kamash learning and Gemara. But again, we're, we're, we're not saying when we say that the mitzvah is, that there's a kiyam of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah to be kavu on learning, we're not doing away with the fact that there's a fourth mitzvah to do acts of learning, but we're just saying that those maizim are maizim limudim that worked to create this kavu of a person in learning. On the maizim, and the kiyam happens uh, even between the maizim, even before the maizim, and it's the maizim that perhaps that further are part of what makes me kavu in learning. What I'm not sure about, um, uh, it could be that it's not such a difference, but something that I find myself going back and forth on throughout this idea is we said before that 
I'm, uh, I'm kovea myself even without learning, just maybe making the bracha when I make in the morning, the bracha Torah, so then that's enough to say that I'm kavua and learning. Now I find myself using a little bit of a different nusach. I'm not sure if it's different, that the learning I do is what makes me kavua and learning. So are they the same? Are, is it both? Maybe off, when I make a bracha, I'm kavua and learning, or maybe it's only through my act of learning that that, that creates me, it creates a kavua and learning. This is something that is a little bit unclear by me, uh, which one is the more correct one to say? Is it that when I'm that that it's when I'm a varich, I already established my mental kvias or my my in learning, or it's when I it's no, it's when you learn, so then you become someone who's kavua. But lachar, uh, we have to say that it starts when I make. The, okay, that's something I'll I'll uh, I, I'll admit that I'm not exactly so clear on. Could be exactly. that if, if it starts only from when you learn, so that you lose half the chat of the read, no? Uh, no, so you're right. It wouldn't say it starts when you learn. We're one for sure. Want to say it starts when I make the bracha. That's why um, uh, it's not called the hefsik. But it starts. Uh, it, meaning, right? I agree that we want to say it starts when you learn. But maybe it's that it starts when I learn when I make the bracha as a result of. But it only it's only because of the lim that I do later. Then it showed that I was always kavua. I don't know if it's a Freya thing. You're right. We had an intent. That was. Previously, where I came up, we had an incentive to say that it was simply one of the varicham but I'm not sure if that's all there is to it, or now we're now I find myself saying that it's the oh, it's the learning that's what makes me kavuah. So again, it could be both. It could be that that it's when you make the bracha, you obviously stated that this is where your frame of mind, but it only actually is true when you start learning. Then, like it's a lama fair type of halacha. Again, uh, I'm uh, not sure what's the more most precise way to say that. Um, the two other sugas um, that the Rashiva explored <coughs> when uh, pursuing this idea of uh Torah being like Birch and Mitzvah, the two sugas of Birch and Mitzvah that he compared it with was uh, first of all the Makar for his height, his idea, which was from Sukkah, and uh, the the sugah that discusses Birch uh, and Mitzvah by in in uh, in, in Chulin. So again, Sukkah the uh, just a to, to, to get a, 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 a clear takeaway, Sukkah, there was a lot of marmukomas, there were a lot of halachas, and it was the, a lot of details that could perhaps be confusing. But just to get a clear takeaway from what we brought down from Sukkah, um, the Shiva quoted that what we said before as the understanding of Sukkah, the correct understanding of Sukkah, is that it's a mitzvah to be, make Sukkah my dearest keva. It's not a mitzvah. The mitzvah is not defined as doing eating, doing acts of eating in the sukkah, but the, the, it's to make myself defined as someone who lives in the sukkah. And the eating is just a chatimsa, that that's how I go about defining myself, my dira as keva to being in the sukkah. So actually, Shiva pointed to on this understanding of sukkah, Machukas Taz and Mogan from, that the Taz actually explains, uh, he has a few, there's a few nafkaminas to this, but the Taz explains like the Shiva's explanation of, of Tosis and Rabbin Tam that that the mitzvah is to be kavua in the sukkah. And these maitim are just hechatimsas that I um, uh, make myself kavua in the sukkah. But it's not that individual eating is the, is the, is the, is the mitzvah, but it's the overall kviyas in the sukkah that's the, that's the mitzvah. Uh, oh, so, uh, okay, yeah, this is a very serious type over here. I'll fix it afterwards. Um, uh, on the, in contrast to Magnav Ram, the Magnav Ram, he seems to not 
have such a creative interpretation of sukkah that it's the concept of being kavu and sukkah makes the sukkah my dearest keva, but rather it's, no, it's eating in the sukkah is the mitzvah, and the way I pater all the things that I do in the sukkah is through standard birchas uh, mitzvah patering other things that I've had in mind, that when I made this bracha on this mitzvah mitzvah, that I was going to do other things, so I can pater multiple mitzvah mitzvahs with one bracha. Um, it doesn't have, there are a few nafkaminas to this um, like in terms of do I make a bracha right away, do is it go by what I have in mind, or is it not a, a halacha about what I had in mind, but it's a bracha about just which is the maizah, koveya, I mean the sukkah, but without getting too much into the details, the if you look in the taz, you see that the taz says that it's about being kavua in the sukkah, and if you look in the magavram, he says that it's about what did I have in mind when I was mavarech, something to do with uh, being kavua in the sukkah. So, Again, the Taz would fit very nicely with everything we said in Tosis till now, that when we find that Tosis uh, compares and asks from Sukkah to Berch Satara, um, uh, the question is going um, uh, to be how we're going to maybe fit the Magan Avram with everything we said. So just to go through the parallel, we find by us, there's a discussion in our Tosis about sleeping in the Sukkah. Um, here the Tosis quotes in Mahogas about this between the Ri and Rabbeinu Tan. That the Ri says that really you have to make a bracha even on sleeping. And it's for technical reasons, you don't make a bracha, you're not sure if you're going to fall asleep. But if you took anesthetic or if someone's about to knock your head with a monkey wrench, you can say, second, I need to make a bracha seishu basukah. Rabbi Tam says that no, you don't make a bracha on Shana because you only have to make a bracha on Achiba. So the way we're Masber Rabbi Tam, is that because I only make a bracha on the the ikr thing that's kaveh ami my sukkah, and then I don't have to make a bracha on all the other things that I do. I'm uh, <coughs> making a bracha on the I, um, the mitzvah is all about being kaveh myself in the sukkah, so we could say that the achila is what's kaveh myself in the sukkah. That's how we're. That's what seems to be co- coming out from Rabbeinu Tam. They only make a bracha on the ikr things that I do. I only make a bracha on the ikr things because the mitzvah is all about being kaveh myself, which is the thing that's kaveh me in the sukkah only. Eating, not sleeping, so I therefore I only make a bracha on the eating, I don't have to make a bracha on the sleeping. Where there's room to argue is when the, but the re doesn't at all like to, uh, like Rabbeinu Tam. The re says that, and you should make a bracha on sleeping, so why is that? It could be for one of two reasons. Either he argues entirely in Yisod, and he says that, no, he holds, you don't make a, it's not a question about making a bracha on Kvias. Um, uh, or you could say, no, that even the re agrees that it's all about being Kavua and learning, uh, Kavua in the Sukkah, but that he holds that, that no, there's, that it's not just sleeping that is part of that making myself kavua in the sukkah. It's eating and sleeping. All those, they're all equally part of what's kavua in the sukkah. So again, in Rabbi Natam, the easiest explanation for Rabbi Natam for sure is to say this about what is the primary thing that defines me as being someone who's kavua in the sukkah. And the re, it's a little bit off for grabs. So she said that um, if you want to fit the Magad Avram, who says that, it has nothing, that sukkah has nothing to do with kvias and tartosis, so then the easy way to do it is to say that he's going like the re, and the re argues the rabbinu tam entirely in it, and it has nothing to do with kvias. Again, it gets a little uh, sloppy in the read of the tosis that to say that when the re is halach of sukkah has nothing to do with uh, kvias, then it's sort of funny tosis entire comparison with between berchatara and sukkah, but it's possible. You could do it. Um, uh, again, that was just uh, the Rashiva felt that from our Tosis, there's a strong comparison between Sukkah and Birchasatora. So 
if in light of what we want to explain Berch HaTorah, that it's all about Kfiyas, then we would also want it to fit with Sukkah being all about Kfiyas. We like the, the way the Taz says it. We like it to be also that not only Rabbi Tam says Sukkah is about Kfiyas, also the Re says it about Kfiyas, but push come to Shav, it could be that um, uh, the Re is maybe Cholik, at least by Sukkah, that Sukkah is not about Kfiyas, but and when it Berch HaTorah, which we said, of course, it is about being Kavua, Exactly the comparison. Maybe he's only comparing it to being tam sukkah. Berachas Torah. The reason is comparing it to being tam sukkah. Um, uh, okay, that's the, all. Just the question: How you read the toast? But that was. Uh, um, uh, that was. Oh yeah. That was. Uh, you, I, yeah. I, I didn't catch that. Did you mention that Rebbein Tam the halach of hefsek in sukkah? What do you mean the halach of hefsek? That, that also brings out the idea of fias. It's not just the way he explains something about shena. So he he talks about how it doesn't make a difference if you're messiah fast. You still possible. right. I didn't want to go through all the uh, right. I didn't want to go through all the nafkaminas, but that that's a good example of enough of of a halacha that comes out from Rabbeinu Tam. Halacha that is expounded on the Taz. That's very clear that it's not about uh, normal halachas of what did I have in mind when I made the bracha. Because Rabbeinu Tam um, uh, and the Taz says for sure that if which halacha you which halacha are you referring to Rabbeinu Tam that. Uh, the way the Rosh quotes it, that even if you're Mesiyah fast from Shana or Teal or whatever, you don't have to make a new bracha on those things. They're pattered by your bracha on the Achila, even if you're Mesiyah fast. Even if you are Mesiyah fast, okay. Right. I would think the contrast is... what we want to say in the exact parallel. Right, right. Even if I'm Mesiyah fast, it's all... Right, right, right. That's where in Rabbi Natham it became very clear that it's not about what I had in mind, but it's an Allah of Kvias because I can even do a, a tremendous Hesachadah and it's still included. Um, uh, just to give an opposite example, once we're going through Halachic Nafkaminas of this idea of Kvias, the Taz, his big Halachic Nafkamina is because it's all about Kvias and it's nothing to do with what I had in mind. So it even comes out of Chumrah that I have to, if I, every time I do this act of kviyas, of eating, I need to make a bracha regardless of whether or not I had in mind. Even if I had in mind, if I make a bracha, as an example, then I bench, and I'm about to make another suda, I would make a leisha basukah right then, even though that doesn't fit with the normal rules of bricha and So I had in mind, and I wasn't misiach, I wasn't even not misiachta. I had in mind, I'm making a bracha satur, and I went straight to do another bracha, one bracha on the mitzvah, and I went straight from this mitzvah. So the same exact mitzvah, and yet, still we find you have to make an, another bracha that doesn't fit with any of the things that we said by a uh, normal bracha to mitzvah that would also point to their understanding. That's another community that comes out of their unique understanding of this mitzvah, of sukkah, and maybe also the Torah, that's all about um, uh, what's kobe'ami in learning. The final thing, just uh, the, 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 the last sugya that we used, to, the chulun came in for, I believe, two reasons. First of all, it came in just simply to round out um, uh, the, the give a shlemus of understanding the rules of berachas hamitzvah and hefsek, what's considered hefsek to berachas hamitzvah. I am, uh, we're into over here just simply seeing the bigger picture, so that for sure helped us to that point. But um, uh, the, the Rashiva actually did explain that there was a specific uh, sushal that he had, that he brought out from. So let's just go through what we saw in Hulin. Uh, the sugya was about um, uh, someone who talks, specific type of hefsek talking. Uh, in between different mitzvahs, talking between the shkita of one uh, animal to the next. So Tosh as a safek, if you need to make a second bracha, if you're talking between one shkita to the next. So this, the, the, the safek begins because on the one hand, we have 
fill in where the Gemara in Menacha says you make another bracha. If you're talking between one fill and the next, you do make another bracha. And yet on the other hand, we have to contrast it with is brachasanen or suda that if I make a bracha on a suda, then I can talk freely without having to make another bracha. I'm uh, then talking not a half. So uh, what are the rules of talking and where does shechita uh, fit in? And we'll go back to brachasarach. Um, so if you look in Tosis and in the Rush, then they are they 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 have a tzad that perhaps shechita is different than tefillin. Tefillin, right? We said is the source of making the second bracha. They say maybe one could have argued that shechita that tefillin is one bracha, and if I'm in the middle of it's one mitzvah, I'm in the middle of the mitzvah, then I lost the bracha. I didn't even finish the mitzvah. I already started talking. That's when I lose the bracha. That's when I need the bracha second time. But shechita, the rush, and Tosa say that maybe it's, 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 I, I did the first shechita and I accomplished the full mitzvah and I don't need to make another bracha every time, I, uh, even if I talk on the next shechita. That's their tzad. That they have a tzad to be machalik um, uh, between tzillin and shechita. That tzillin, they say, is one mitzvah Maybe only by one mitzvah is it that I'm supposed to make a sec. I need a b'mavarach again, but not by shechita. But they, that's a tzad that they have. In terms of stock, they, they end up that, no, we're going to compare it to tefillin in spite of the differences. Bain if it's one mitzvah. Bain if it's two mitzvahs. They reject the, the svar. They have that svar. Then maybe you only make a second bracha by one mitzvah. At the end of the day, they paskin both by one mitzvah and by two mitzvahs that I make a second bracha. Sicha is a hefik anytime I talk. That's um, a shita of Tosis and the Rush, that you always make a second bracha regardless of what, when it's one mitzvah or two mitzvahs. If anything, the, when it's uh, one mitzvah, it's more of a reason to make a second bracha. In contrast, the opposite, opposite is Rabbeinu Tam that they quote. Rabbeinu Tam says that no, comes out with the same halacha, that he holds that you have to make a second bracha. Like we said, Tosis and the Rush, at the end of the day, they also, they came out yesterday, they say you always make two brachas. Rabbeinu Tam says, you make two brachas, but dafka because, dafka because it's two separate mitzvahs. And tefillin and is also, says Rabbi Natan, two separate mitzvahs. Shechita, each shechita is two separate mitzvahs. And that's the only reason, says Rabbi Natan, they make two separate brachas. And here's where he argues. And he says that Adar Abba, if it was one mitzvah, and he gives examples, like if I talk in the middle of Halal, if I talk in the middle of Mikra Megillah, if I talk in the middle of Tzkiah Shofar, Adar Abba, one mitzvah, I don't have to make a bracha because I can't, it can't be considered a hectic till I finish my maisa mitzvah, Rabbi Natan says. So this is the opposite of what we saw in Tosin and the Rosh, that they say that, that by both, they say both if it's one mitzvah and if it's two mitzvahs, so talking is considered a hectic. And they said if it's two mitzvahs, then it, if it's one mitzvah, then it's even more so considered a hectic. Rabbi Natan says the opposite. If it's one mitzvah, then it's not going to be a hectic. If it's one mitzvah, in the middle, talking in the middle of Halal, talking in the middle of Megillah, I don't have to make another bracha. So <clears throat> that's a, a polar opposite cheetahs in terms of what, by one mitzvah. When it's one mitzvah, if I talk in the middle before I finish the one mitzvah, do I have to make a, a second bracha or not? We have Tosis and the Rush saying, in the middle of one mitzvah, you talk, that's filling, it's one mitzvah. You have to make a second bracha. Rabbi Tam says, no, um, one mitzvah, you don't have to make another bracha, it's filling two mitzvahs. So going back to Berchsa Torah, so if you would want to compare, let's say contrast, you want to say Tosis and the Rush. So they, this is going to be, this is going to be a, you know, 
everyone's going to have to figure out a way to explain how Tosis in the Rush learned Brexit Torah. Brexit Torah, let's say I talked sometime during my day. Wow, I schmoozed with someone at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, right? It should be a hefzik. Ticha is a hefzik, the Gemara Nachon says. So why is it not a hefzik by Talmud Torah? Why do, if I talk, during the course of my day, do I not need to make a second bracha? So that's going to be a good question. According to Tosin Rush, everyone's going to have to, maybe we'll have to give one of the chalukim that we said before, or is maybe unique, but that doesn't fit with what they said, that regard, they said regardless of whether or not um, uh, uh, something is one mitzvah or two mitzvahs, you always need to make a second bracha, so then uh, that's going to be a, something that, yes, it's going to be a difficulty. How come there's a lot of talk and I don't have to make another bracha? Maybe we'll, that you have to give one of the answers we said before. But that wasn't specific why the Rashiva brought it in. The, this sigo, what is a much clearer point, is what was what happens when you contrast Rabbeinu Tam with our sigo. Because Rabbeinu Tam says that he, Adraba, that if something is one mitzvah, so then that's a reason why I don't have to make a separate bracha. If it's two mitzvahs, so he says, then two mitzvahs, so then, then that's when I need to make a second bracha. One mitzvah, not like Megillah, I'm talking about Megillah, I don't have to make another bracha. Two mitzvahs, I do. So Rabbeinu Tam, the Rishiva said that there's even strong that there's a strong reason if you have Rabbeinu Tam's formula that when it's one mitzvah, one big mitzvah, and I talk in between, so then I don't have to make another bracha. So then that would be a very another strong incentive for what Tosa says in Arthur and Brachos that Tosa says that um uh, that if by Berachos Torah it would like we're explaining it it's one long mitzvah because. Uh, because that then it would then it would fit very nicely that if it's one mitzvah hagufa if, if you define brichta Torah as not being different acts of different mitzvahs but it's one long mitzvah the Quranic of town that would be actually a reason to say that it's not considered a hefsik. Um, uh, again, the 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 sigil chulin rounds out our knowledge. Um, uh, and it's kedai to bring in the chulin just so that you under, you have more of a shlemus of what it means to have. To what it means, what's considered a hefsik between birchas uh, ham mitzvahs, um, hefsik uh, talking specifically during mitzvahs, but in specifically in Rabbeinu Tam, we have this point. The Rabbeinu Tam says that if something would be one mitzvah, then you can't, then it's not considered a hefsik, so then it would be very geschmack in Rabbeinu, specifically to, to based on Rabbeinu Tam's formula, to consider birchas Torah, Torah, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, one long mitzvah, because then that would explain why there's no hefsik, it's not shy hefsik throughout the day, because the Tom says, during one, any one mitzvah, there's no, there's no hefsik. If it would be two mitzvahs, then you'd be a problem. You'd run into a problem. Two mitzvahs, Rabbeinu Tom says, it would be considered a hefsik. So to, specifically for Rabbeinu Tom's formula, it fits very nicely with the pushing process by us to learn Talmud Torah. It's one long Talmud Torah. Okay, Adkan, I'm sorry that I went longer than I thought it would. I'm, uh, um, but that's uh, the chazara of the various different points that we um, uh, discuss.